0: I say that you're a terrible reporter. That's what I say. Have a nice dinner relax. 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 relax, relax, relax. Welcome back, everybody, to Shock Therapy. Woo-woo! Yeah. We uh, took a bit of a hiatus, a little bit. It's been about 10 business days. Mm-hmm. Uh, we you may have noticed. Miss Rona, oh, she came a-knocking, but it was a false, <laughs> false, false alarm, not a false flag. We'll get into that. But, uh, yes, we are back, and a lot has changed.
1: A lot a, changed. lot, a lot. First, we have some, like, sad, sad personal developments. I won't get into it too much, but we'll just say that now us hosts have been personally affected, um, oh, no people who've had the virus. So that's interesting and terrible.
0: Yes, it's, it's hit home uh, in a tragic sense, which is very sad. It goes back to what we talked about, the Italian nurses, frontline workers, you know, warning the three waves of, you know, first you underestimate that it's going to take hold. Second wave is you know someone who gets it, and third is you get it. So we are fully in the second wave here folks, and hoping to avoid the third, but the numbers are climbing. climate. Uh, shortly before we started recording this session, the U.S. has now officially eclipsed Italy with the death toll so we are leading
1: amazing world.
0: Death toll.
1: we're number one
0: <laughs> we're number one we're number oh, oh fuck.
1: <laughs> go america oh wait go america. Uh.
0: <sighs> yeah uh much has changed for sure we'll be getting into that including one thing uh 45 is shared the biggest decision the most important decision he will ever make in his life he's ever made in his life is going to be about how he approaches easing the social distancing because this is we're now on easter weekend he has risen but he's got to stay six feet away
1: because
0: <laughs> churches, uh some churches in florida will be open because DeSantis is following trump's party
1: line but for classic the most part, classic but for the most part folks uh, are in you know in lockdown through the end of April and
0: it's come out in recent weeks that you know May 1st is looking highly unlikely so we're probably going to be in this until June July but anyway going back to what Trump has said big decision coming on when he's going to ease these restrictions and against the warning of the scientific medical community that this would be, die, have dire consequences, and blood will be on his hands, and let's be real, it already is.
1: Oof. Chilling. Guess there'll be no hot girl summer, too. Um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, fuck. Um.
1: Everyone has gained
0: 14 pounds, so uh, out of yeah. yeah, 20, summer 2020 is just canceled. We'll
1: try again in 2021. I've gotten thick, but good thick, don't worry. <laughs> But we'll see. If this quarantine drags on, like, I can't make any promises. Um, But, yeah, it's interesting uh, about Trump's big decision. And in that um, briefing, he was also using, like, past tense, kind of... I'm roughly paraphrasing, but saying something to the effect of, like, it has been an honor to be your president and... Um, more than just that, he was saying other things in past tense and it was a little bit weird and of course we have like the QAnon community of which we are not endorsing. We kind of just like to examine all sides. Yeah, so the QAnon people think that this is somehow all part of the plan and that there's still nothing to fear, but, um, then you have other people saying that, This kind of signals, like, oh, what's going to come next? Martial law, finally. Like, a lot of conspiracy theorists have been crying wolf for, like, years, but it seems all too real of a possibility now. And I kind of tend to side more with those people right now. Um, I think the QAnon people think it's also somehow related to... um, I have to speak about this more later, but... All these mass arrests that they think are going on behind the scenes, orchestrated by Trump.
0: And on the note of potential, you know, martial law and things of that nature, we're going to get into our, our boy Cushy Cush, Jared Kushner here, in just, uh, just a bit. <laughs> uh, but one article that we talked about, we shared a bit, is... One, Henry Kissinger wrote a an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal this past week titled The Coronavirus Pandemic Will Forever Alter the World Order, and even so much uses the word marshalling. Uh, granted, it wasn't in the context of martial law, but you have someone like Her- Henry Kissinger world order in the headline and using the word marshalling. It's kind of sounds tee a little bit, mm. but upheaval times,
1: for sure. We've been talking about upheaval, and, you know, with regard to this potential uh,
0: takeover, uh, hostile takeover, we have Kushner now running this sort of shadow task force, if you will, uh, at FEMA, essentially. His responsibility set has ballooned to include a long-term strategy with equipment, medical supplies, and drumroll most alarmingly a national surveillance system to track in real time folks who have contracted
1: coronavirus COVID-19 so fun but is becoming so necessary unfortunately because it's been orchestrated to be necessary
0: exactly and, you know, this is what we saw in, in Wuhan, uh, in in China, throughout China, throughout South Korea. However, this is the old red, white and blue. I mean, this is, although we talked about the Patriot Act, you know, following 9-11, that shock, and then with the pretext established under the veil of national security, We saw that unfold, and now here we are again, 20 years on, in a similar situation. But as we know, these things stay permanent. Once they're implemented, there's no turning back.
1: Yeah, and that presents a danger to our liberties, of course. Um, But just to back up for a second, so we all know... Um, Jared Kushner before this had already been tasked with like many unthinkable things like even creating peace in the Middle East and he's not a diplomat um, has no experience and that was kind of almost comical too right that Trump put him up to all of this so of course he would have a huge role in this now but when you look at some other interesting facts about him you start to see that it might not be a coincidence that he's also tasked with this huge thing. Um, and we can't forget that Kushner is the one who overpaid by millions to own 666 Fifth Ave on West 53rd Street in Manhattan, where, yeah, he paid overpaid by millions. <laughs> Look it up, people. Um, I don't know if he just wanted to seem cool or what point he was trying to prove, but his, he runs his family's real estate biz from there, and, you know, there's a bunch of other businesses there. Actually, last year, I think he had to sign it away to someone else because of money problems, but his presence is still all over the building. And one of the companies in that building is called Lucent Technology, and it's an interesting name, right? Lucent. Does that word remind you of anything?
0: Hmm. I just. It evokes me uh, seeing clearly through a window pane on a sunny morning.
1: <laughs> yes, that is a brilliant and benign way of looking at it, but more sinister way is, um, you know, it sounds or comes from Lucifer. <laughs> so well, Lucent technology
0: don't a lot because it seems as though he has Lucifer's butt plug, keeping that porcelain <laughs> skin and those shark eyes on <laughs> him. but as alabaster for, skin. What's going, what's going down at six 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 at Lucent?
1: Right. So they have been working for a while on developing um, RFID technology, which some people call the coming mark of the beast because It's, you know, um, chip implants. And they've already implanted them in some small subsection of people. I I read really quickly about them putting it in people with mental disabilities, but I (laughs) didn't get to explore that further, and I don't know what they meant by mental disabilities exactly. So, I don't know, the chips are already in people is what I'm trying to say. And... So that's been going on, and of course that kind of marries perfectly with this Gates vision, you know the, which we'll go into more later, but again, the ID2020, we've brought it up before, and that's his mission to put these chips in a vaccine, shoot you up with it, and then have all your data there because his whole mission is everyone needs to be able to prove who they are at all times. Like you can't already really do that. I mean, I I don't know. I can see how that's somewhat a problem um maybe for like lowering criminal activity. I don't know. An argument could be made, but it also seems really sus to me. Really suspicious.
0: Oh, for sure. It's very minority report at very lightly.
1: Mm, all these all these movies, all this TV programming, you know, all this might be what we learned about today, chaos magic, but I want to learn more about that too. Basically, it's what peop- other people refer to as predictive programming, and you might be familiar with The Simpsons, you know, so-called predicting lots of events, um, having them appear, uh, happen on their show years before the event happened. Um, So that is an example. But, yeah, what, what else is interesting about Kushner, too, is, of course, his family has strong Soros ties. And that's why I really doubt the QAnon people in the end, because... I think Trump's people play with those people and throw them little Easter eggs and clues because it's kind of a tongue in cheek joke to them. But people like Kushner, with ties to like Soros, who is a huge globalist, um, they obviously have other agendas. And so Soros gave money to one of Kushner's startups. And let's not forget that Soros was the one who said, the U.S. is the biggest threat to the New World Order agenda. So he would be interested in taking down the U.S., breaking the economy, shaking everything up.
0: Mm -hmm. And on that note, like one little tidbit, speaking of Kushner's luncheons and clank-clank, tink-tink, (laughs) pam, glad handy circle-jerking with the, Global elites. Uh, As recently as the end of January, you know he was meeting with Bezos and Gates and Romney and also Ben Stiller. Curveball.
1: Wow, Um, he's still relevant. um,
0: Apparently, Stiller was Mitt Romney's guest, which I just that duo is the sheer comedy. Uh, (laughs) Anyway. But yes, Kushner Kushner, Kushner. I really think of Doogie Hauser in this situation. It's like, oh no, did study for that algebra exam tomorrow. Also I gotta perform open heart surgery. It's like the list of responsibilities this highly, impossibly unqualified person is tasked with is mind boggling in this Twilight Zone saga in which we find ourselves Mm,
1: but you made an interesting point it would be boggling if he's a person but doesn't he sort of look like the perfect polished AI
0: absolutely and
1: that's why he's tasked with all this shit
0: correct I think he came in the same way from the same bot factory as
1: Zuckerberg
0: honestly cooked from the same batch for sure
1: Definitely.
0: But yes, you know, this testing effort here, again, we kind of called it a shadow task force, if you will, but ultimately, what we're looking at here is the single biggest upheaval to the erosion of American civil liberties since the Patriot Act. And it's been a slow descent, you know, as we know, with the NSA and all sorts of shenanigans, but... Again, we're looking at folks who have, again, were not elected. Kushner was not elected. He was appointed a senior advisor, son-in-law of his daughter,
1: and is now one of the most influential men in the world and of this
0: moment, of this historic pandemic moment. But to get dive just a little bit deeper, a little bit further here into what we're talking about here with, with Kushner, and again, this, details are, are coming out. But it, it seems as though on the near horizon there will be some decisions made about how to essentially rapidly scale up testing to the point where folks at testing sites can also have their data plugged into some sort of national system and which will be tracked by Kushner. And all sorts of shadowy figures in a bunker mm-hmm. uh, in probably
1: northern Virginia. Is I that mean, what he's it's... working on with his brother, that testing thing he owned? Own? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Interesting. Well, the only little sign of hope here is at least right now they're, they're not um, advising mandatory testing. So at, that means hopefully they won't do a mandatory vaccine.
0: Right, it's a good call that, you know, testing is mandatory. I will say, though, you know, part of the testing will also t- like look at the antibodies that, that folks have, so maybe they don't come down with, you know, severe, you know, COVID-19 symptoms, they don't get ill, but ultimately, we're going to be... In this situation, where let's say we have a good chunk of the American population tested, there's going to be a cohort of folks who don't have the antibodies who are still susceptible to contracting COVID-19. They're going to have to isolate. But then we're going to have hordes of other folks who have the herd immunity and have the antibodies. Who, I guess, allegedly will be able to go to work and stuff. But like, what does that look like? What does that look like? Where some, you know, part of the population. Doesn't have a risk of getting sick anymore, but there's still an untold huge number of folks that haven't, don't have the antibodies, and run the risk of going on public. So it's it's really like going to be kind of a bizarre a bizarre setup. And we're talking we're going to be talking about this through 2022, I think. Mm. You know, this within the last few weeks, it's gone from oh, is this going to be until so like May or June? kind of thing now until but now it's like this is going through 2021 at bare minimum for sure
1: Um, and that brings us to arguments those like Fauci have made Um, and that's basically like saying that things won't go back to normal in society until we have the ability to mass vaccinate people Um, you know echoing Bill Gates as well And saying that, like, maybe mass gatherings won't come back at all before mass vaccinations. (laughs) So I think he exact, like, his exact words were, if because he was asked about returning to normalcy from the pandemic. And he said, if back to normal means like acting like there never was a coronavirus problem, I don't think that's going to happen until we do have a situation where you can completely protect the population. So again, vaccine. And I just want to make a quick sidebar that some people were telling me they heard that some places where they're experiencing second waves like Hong Kong, Singapore, even China, um, those people are a lot who are getting infected are actually getting fe- infected again. So if there is, uh, if there if you can, um, if there's no immunity, then yeah, that would push even further for, well, everyone needs a vaccine, or you won't be able to drive here if you don't have a vaccine. You won't be able to go on this plane if you don't have a vaccine you won't be able to work here and so on right can you just see that spiraling
0: absolutely it's pretty staggering to imagine but just as you're saying we're right now we're kind of or most people are operating under the assumption that we're we're in this one grand wave but as you're saying we're just in wave zero Mm -hmm. there's going to be subsequent waves wave two Wave three, wave four, just as the Spanish flu came back with a vengeance in the fall, uh, there's also no indication that the summer, the hotter weather in the northern hemisphere is going to actually mitigate uh, transmission and spread either. So we're in this for the long haul, but as you're saying, as Fauci called out, life is going to be disrupted until we have a vaccine, and that is at minimum, he said, the world indoor record would be 18 months away. And that's when we have the vaccine.
1: <sighs>
0: massive, how do you get 8.2 billion people? I hope that's the real population. I think <laughs> how do we get 8.2 billion people
1: vaccinated? Right. So, again, we're talking the next couple years. And Fauci, just to
0: give folks one visual image here, one thing he mentioned with regard to like, not returning to normalcy he said that we should just cancel handshakes
1: Mhm. Uh, yeah. Can- yeah what else is canceled in 2020 handshakes whoever knew now it's all gonna be freaking elbow bumps no no thank you and so Our, handshakes uh, are canceled are hugs canceled i think
0: i mean pretty soon i imagine you know Winking might also be a <laughs> wry smile. You know, down the block, around the corner, the podcast. Yeah, you
1: can't see a smile behind a mask, so
0: absolutely and not.
1: Smiling is out as he's canceled as well.
0: George canceled. Yeah, Joy's canceled.
1: but you can paint a smile on your mask. So and
0: yes. And speaking of which, this has also been a rather quick and bizarre development. Uh, where I live in Oregon, I've noticed a lot of folks now all of a sudden overnight wearing masks, despite uh, weeks and weeks went on, and you know, originally back in early Feb, we were told, do not, you know, the average adults don't need masks, masks, masks don't protect you from transmitting, and then seemingly overnight, the tune changed to well, we should actually do the mask thing. It was very strange. And and over five weeks after, we had already been in the thick of it. So, yes, we're in the masks kind of uh, phase now as well.
1: Well, we'll get back to that point, too, because it's something interesting about whose position on the masks, too. But to get back to Fauci, um, we were kind of talking about how, you know, Kushner and Gates' interests might align at earlier but how might Gates and Fauci's interests align and when we ask that question a lot of interesting things come up to examine um, so they do have a little bit of a relationship um, Gates met with Fauci in 2017 and the, the point of their meeting was to discuss research opportunities in global health hmm and then um in 2010 fauci was named to the leadership council of the decade of vaccines collaboration um which the world health organization fauci's agency NIAID, unicef and the bill and melinda gates foundation convened so gates had his hands in that too they've also met at a few other occasions and, but the biggest thing to note is in October of 2019, Fauci announced a partnership between the Gates Foundation and his agency, um, and the Gates Foundation pledged $100 million to them, and it had to do with some of his HIV work. And Fauci is problematic for his work with the CDC, HIV, Lyme, other diseases that people have patents on and stuff. But this is just a big conflict of interest. And again, the QAnon people think there's some huge power struggle going on right now behind the scenes between Trump and Fauci slash Gates slash other globalists who want to fo- forward the new world agenda by getting everyone backs and shipped And also, you, a- you asked a good question before. You were like, how can... 8 billion people get vaxxed, and the answer is that they can't. A lot of people have to die out first, and then it might be easier to vax everyone. So I don't know, a lot of QAnon people are like, does Trump know about Fauci's huge financial conflict, essentially?
0: It's a really important question to raise, and seemingly not, because, again, it is really bizarre to not be seeing this phrase conflict of interest, which in a in a peacetime scenario would most certainly be surfaced, but again, we're sort of operating this wartime mentality. Trump's identified as a wartime president now, uh, given you know the the scope and severity of where we're at.
1: Like leaders worldwide too are yes, saying that same exactly. rhetoric. Mm-hmm.
0: In entering uh, an economic time that really the last. Moment where we saw this many people, you know, claiming unemployment was the depression. So we're, we're definitely like in this wartime mentality. But going back to what you were just saying, I don't think Trump maybe realizes this. And let's keep in mind that you know Gates's father used to run Planned Parenthood. In Gates' blood is this eugenics, depopulation sort of mentality. Uh, You actually surfaced, you found this photo of some major globalist meeting, convening for some award in luncheon and probably
1: scheming. Mm -hmm. Fauci,
0: Gates Sr., and Soros together. And Again, Fauci's been in this game for a long, long time. But yes, Fauci and, and Gates have, to say they're in cahoots is an understatement, the amount of money that has been pledged and joined, to give you one example, the Gates Foundation pledged to spend $100 million to support Fauci's agency, and they're both financially heavily financially invested in a number of initiatives related to certain vaccine mm-hmm. initiatives. So exactly. it, it is pretty staggering, the, the conflict of interest here.
1: Yeah, thanks for bringing that home, because that last point was the point that I forgot to make, because that is the conflict of interest, the fact that they are funding all of... All of this, all of these vaccines. Absolutely. And I think one of the... I can't even keep track because there's so many. There's Moderna that's also with Gates and, like, the government. And there's Inovio. And, but one of those um, is already moved within three months to testing on humans, which never happens. It never happens that fast. And so they're fast-tracking that, and I think Fauci was talking about that um, a little while ago too but yeah back to Gates um, let's not forget that the time when he he recently admitted that he stopped President Trump when Trump came to him and said that he was planning a vaccine safety commission with Robert Kennedy Jr. who does a lot of good work um, everyone should look him up and that was back in the early days of the administration in 2016, uh, 20 lifetimes ago. But yeah, it's interesting. Um, and in, well, you should look that up, everyone, too, because yes. in that little clip where Gates admits that, he also says something to the effect of like, I told him it would be pointless to do that, or something like that. He was like, there's no point to look into that. Like, why would he say that? Um, But obviously, he has a huge financial investment in vaccines and the business of vaccines. And let's not forget Bill Gates. Like, we probably talked about it in our last episode, but he's not a doctor, (laughs) He is not a doctor. He might, you know, use big data to make projections, but that does not make him a health expert. Yeah,
0: folks, just because he walks around with a swagger of a MD. <laughs> he
1: ain't
0: no MD. We're not there ain't no Dr. Gates here for sure. And, you know, this person who employed the most savage, unfettered, capitalistic monopolistic cutthroat mentality to get Microsoft ahead of the game. Brutal capitalist. That never gets really lost. And he may smile more and seem calmer in his older age. we talked about this kind of archetype, what folks project onto him. Let's let's remember that you don't ever lose that, right? so the the sphere influence, yes, he's not a doctor, but he has unprecedented sway in the global medical community all of the medical elites and the folks that move funds around for medical initiatives mm-hmm. actually had a recent ama on reddit and this was a couple weeks ago again i'm looking at the date march 18th it seems like months ago but <laughs> that was literally less than one month ago he mentioned so kind of curious he, he's been really love in his media blitz. He's been on fucking Good Morning America and fucking 106th and Park. He's been on every conceivable <laughs> show recently. The Kelly Clarkson show, I believe he was also on. No, Holy but I, shit. I joke. But he's been on every screen imaginable, including Reddit AMA. He did an Ask Me Anything session, and he mentioned in the session a couple of questions, which, by the way, were deleted after oh, the AMA, including he. Uh, he asked a question. The timing of him stepping down from the board of Microsoft, and he added he had this question that had a nugget of truth in it. He said, Oh, it wasn't related to the pandemic, but I am focusing now on philanthropic efforts because of the pandemic, and I got deleted afterwards. So, interesting little editing there. But in this AMA, he most critically mentions this quantum dot tattoo implant. So, this has been in the works at MIT for uh, about four or five years now. He's funded a lot of. Efforts through MIT uh, with some other shady characters, which we'll get into <laughs> at a later uh, time. Uh, but yes, essentially, as my co-host mentioned at the top of the episode, essentially it's a, it's an ink, it's an invisible ink that gets injected along with the vaccine into into your skin, and up to five or six years after that point, folks can medical professionals can shine a specific light onto that part of the flesh and see whether or not uh, someone has received a given vaccine.
1: Mm -hmm. So
0: again, we, you can't make this shut up quantum dot tattoo. And this is very much related to population control, mass surveillance. Uh, Again, going back to basic civil liberties, but it's under this veil of public health.
1: Mm -hmm. They want your consent. Mm -hmm. They want you to be so scared. That you'll that's give, right. you'll willingly give everything away, and then it will be too late when you realize. And I'm not super religious, no shade if you are, but um, a lot of these super religious people believe in mar- the mark of the beast. Again, they see it as um, a chip implantation, and if that's coming, I mean. I just don't want anything to do with it. I just don't want anything to do with that. Absolutely
0: not. And what's going to be fascinating to see play out from a political theater perspective, as you're saying, co- dear co host, many people in Trump's base, including especially the folks that Pence preaches to, the white evangelicals, and the anti vaxxers, there's a whole cohort of people would not be on board
1: with this Mm -hmm. with a getting the vaccine but b
0: certainly not getting this quantum dot tattoo so people on the far right and people on the far left and everyone in between there are many people who uh it's easy to imagine would certainly resist this so how is he Again, he kind of raised the stakes very theatrically. He is an idiot savant, so he's a mastermind in certain specific ways. But he did kind of pump up that this is the biggest decision of my life, mm-hmm. which we haven't, we haven't seen even that kind of grandstanding from the grandstander in chief. So, right. again, this is going to be really fascinating to see how he can craft a story to get folks on board with, with this quantum dot tattoo.
1: Mm -hmm. Right, this implant that will, again, track who has been tested for COVID-19 and who has been vaccinated against it. And kind of like what you were saying, too, it's going to make us more like China, and that's forwarding the New World agenda, too. Um, And again, I don't like to think too far down that line, because uh, if that day came, oof. I just, that would be my ultimate fuck moment or my ultimate bro moment because I would have to, I would have to make a huge decision. I would have to be like, well, I truly believe for years that (laughs) resisting something like this is the only way to save yourself from being, having your like consciousness enslaved basically. So I would have to make a hard decision on how I wanted to proceed or I would not let them force a vaccination on me. So I don't like to think too much down that path. Um, (laughs) So I'm going to change the subject but still with Gates. Um, So again, we mentioned he is not a doctor and we talked a lot about him last time but he's the world's richest man and somehow he's He's become the World Health Organization's second biggest donor, second only to the U.S. and just above the U.K. Um, So this gives him influence over their whole agenda. And again, later we'll talk about the way who has been handling this whole pandemic, but just keep that in mind for now. And what I thought also was really interesting was that um a Geneva based NGO representative said that Gates is treated like a head of state not only at the WHO but also at the G20. So that's really interesting and that representative also called him the most one of yeah the most influential man in global health. So keep that in mind too. But yeah back to that ID2020 that he's behind. Um, and it seems like that Lucent technology would be perfect partner for them. We have to remember that this was like a Microsoft and Big Pharma um, initiative. So there's other players from Big Pharma in this too, but we haven't really identified all of them yet.
0: That's right. And, you know, one, one other note here to uh talking about Big Pharma just you know influence Gates being treated as you know a head of state of sorts. There's been this really uh, eye-opening piece I recommend checking out in uh, Jacobin magazine uh, called Bill Gates's Philanthropic Giving is a racket mm-hmm. uh, but uh, again this this is really sends home uh, sort of his, his influence, and also his own narrative that he's concocted for himself. The quick note here on, again, following the money, we always like to follow the money on truck therapy here, whether it's Big Pharma or Gates or Epstein, we like to follow the paper trail. And when Gates in the late 90s was facing the monopoly Litigation for Microsoft's within the span of that trial, starting all the way to the verdict 18 month period, he pumped over 20 billion dollars into the creation of this foundation. So, his philanthropic efforts really were a magic wand of sorts to a very expensive rebrand. So, this is no mistake here again 71% of his total contributions to the foundation were in that 18 months of him being in the press on the news all the time for the most ruthless predatory monopolistic conduct of of the firm which he he co-founded
1: so we'll talk more about that
0: for sure um, as we get into him a bit more again our second episode Gates 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 uh continues through this thread here. Speaking of big pharma that you brought up, this ID 2020, again, it's it's under this whole initiative to get the entire population tracked, recorded, certificates of vaccination IDs in order to ultimately have arguably the most influence in the world, really. If you have A global network of who has what and why you know who's most vulnerable where they're most vulnerable and how to bioweaponize any sort of initiatives that you want really
1: Mm -hmm. my friend said it's like the tv show person of interest coming true but i haven't seen that but I remember seeing like commercials for it and it was kind of showing over everyone who was walking down a street just kind of like all of their data floating above their head so it kind of could be a preview of what's to come and again it's a lot of what's already implemented in China with the social credit score and um, how they've been tracking covid and the spread of it as well but again just to remind ourselves that these globalists like soros and gates are you know pushing forward the new world um order agenda or as the un puts it agenda 21 aka now agenda 2030 to, and a huge part of that is depopulation. So, again, you just have to th- wonder how safe is a vaccine that they're rushing to human testing in three months when and skipping testing on mice <laughs> completely, which is pretty unheard of. But I want to take a look at how the WHO has been treating this pandemic. And again, let's keep in mind what we just discussed about. Gates' ties to the Who, but first, um, we just want to say, we kind of talked about this before, but in January they put out a tweet that there was, um, no human-to-human transmission pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Which is still
0: public-facing, y'all. You can go to Twitter right now and see this Who tweet that you're referring to.
1: They should have deleted that. Like, whoever their intern is writing their tweets...
0: That rogue turn, yeah, for real. It's raining in.
1: It. But yeah, that's really shady. And then something else that's come under scrutiny um, with the World Health Organization recently is um, Taiwan. So Taiwan has been like famously excluded because China doesn't want them in, and Taiwan actually actually got their uh, situation under control in a really quick time, and it was kind of like a success story. Although they did use big data and tracking to do that. Um, But for some reason, China just doesn't want people to hear about how they got things under control quickly. Maybe wants panic to build more, again, furthering that... Um, ...desire for people to say, okay, I'll take this vaccine, I just need anything, this is so scary. So if there were more success cases like Taiwan, people wouldn't really want the vaccine as much. Um, But yeah, you want to talk more about Tedros and all of his associations with Gates? Absolutely.
0: So we touched on this in episode two just a bit, but to tie it all back around here... As you just said, dear co-host,
1: getting folks into a dire state, a scarcity state,
0: a fear mindset, that's when folks are most willing to completely upend their civil liberties. That and also when it's in the, under the guise, at least in the States, of a national security threat right and we have both of those kind of playing out right now but Tedros who we, we touched on he's just as Gates is hashtag not a doctor Tedros mm-hmm. is hashtag not a doctor and he
1: runs the World health organization uh, he's actually the first hashtag not a doctor to run who
0: doesn't even pass the gut check for me. <laughs> but again
1: he, wait it's he, like he how sports- our surgeon general is uh, just an anesthesiologist
0: Yeah, I think he's also just a a personal
1: trainer at 24-7 Fitness as well. (laughs) So, again, these people,
0: um, he owns a couple Subway franchises, I think, too. So (laughs) he's highly qualified. But, yeah, ultimately, Tedros this guy who seemingly or inexplicably (laughs) is the director of who used to work for the Gates Foundation uh, in Ethiopia on HIV initiatives. So, again... Connecting the dots with this who tweet, so he Tedros, not a doctor, connected to Gates, who tweets out in mid January, January seventeenth, I believe, that there was no evidence of human to human transmission, even though going to China, December one was the the first kind of reported case, which means that with the incubation period, it was likely around October or so, late October, early November, uh, in which you know the first folks were uh, infected with COVID-19. But just stepping back here just a bit, it was really fishy. I got back into the country in uh, late January, early February, and it was really fishy to see what played out with regard to who basically letting China do their thing for several weeks as this then epidemic was running rampant in China locally, regionally. Um, but the congratulatory tone that Tedros took with China's response and, you know, specifically its very authoritarian tracking schemes, so that was a quick signal to the world, like, kudos to China, China, you're doing great, China, you're doing a good job (laughs) with your tracking, also served another element, too, of delaying any kind of China travel ban guidance. Now, both of those efforts increased transmission to the U.S., and also set up the scene for what is coming soon, which is massive tracking, massive surveillance. That's the only way to get it under order in the way that China did, which is also seeing its second wave, uh, as my co-host mentioned. Um, So keep in mind, so we got Tedros, Director of Fu, really allowed this to kind of unfold, get into the United States. This serves Gates. Gates's interests, also Kushner's interests, in the tech elites' interests, uh, including you know Zuckerberg, even even Dorsey, some other folks at Google, and Fauci. So all these folks have common interests here, which is really to help ensure the rampant spread to the U.S. through delayed action. Now that may seem uh, insane, but let's follow it just a step further. The testing tracking is going to make a lot of these men rich and more powerful, okay? Because, again, models in China, authoritative communist regime, this is what's going to be implemented here. It may look different. It may sound different. It may have a bald eagle, red, white, and blue spin. A
1: star-spangled spin. star-spangled surveillance. (laughs) I can't wait to see what this is going to be. But
0: yes, this tool, it will be the tool leveraged by Trump. Again, he's raising the stakes, grandstanding the theatricality recently of the biggest decision he's ever, ever will make. Again, this tool will be what he leverages to save the day, come out on top and cruise to a second term. And, you know, it's unfathomable to think of what the second term will look like, but you better believe He will double down on his idols, Putin, Zhang, all of the authoritative bullies,
1: mobsters that he
0: looks to, Bolsonaro, all these people, because it's going to be like the Patriot Act times 9-11, honestly. Mm. Um, And and also keep in mind that Gates is going to remain this kind of grandfatherly uncle head of
1: state
0: head of state uh, sort of man who also has a lot of uh, credence on the left and folks that are more oriented around science and fact and folks in the medical community so he'll mm. remain palatable there uh, just as Trump and all of his thugs will have continued influence moving more toward a, a failed state an authoritative state the old red, white, and blue
1: right And that's then a little bit um, confusing for those who theorize that Trump is somehow, you know, like we said before, in this intense power struggle with Gates and the globalists. And that's why supposedly, like, he was caught off guard because he's not part of this plan. But of course, and you know, that's where the QAnon people think, no, he's in it for the people. He's going to stop this New World Order threat. Um, They believe he's taking all this down behind the scenes, but I believe he's just greedy and jealous he's not in on the plan and looking to see how he can cash in and, of course, how he can save his own skin. And, again, it is interesting what Jared Kushner is involved with and the Lucent Technology um, RFID, so maybe they do have some skin in the game, but yeah it's just all, it's all going to play out to see whether whether Trump um, is going to expose the deep state or if he is just part of it another smoke st- screen and or if he is going to expose them but again he's just as corrupt and evil too but he just wants all the power for himself and to kick out this cabal this old uh deep state new world order people so time will tell on that
0: for sure and we're already in in a recession on the brink of a depression Mm -hmm. with like six
1: million what was it six million people filed for unemployment Mm -hmm. in the last two weeks yeah Yeah. so unemployment's now about 13 percent
0: highest since the great depression uh which you know But the stock market has had a rally. Again, we've seen a lot of volatility. But at the end of the day, Trump's trying to save the economy. He's Mm -hmm. standing side by side without masks. (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah, and not not six feet apart.
0: (laughs) Trying to save the economy. But again, it's anyone's guess what's next. But according to science, you know, we will need to be sheltering in place for a long time to come. But again, sheltering in place quarantine social distancing all these things would have been unthinkable three months ago so people have already and it's worth stepping back a bit here to to recognize already how far we've moved and i'm not saying that we shouldn't have i just mean to say look how quickly people fall in order even the red white and blue done toting Americans yes there's still some squabbling but for the most part people are falling in line sheltering in place and
1: yeah most part most part
0: right yeah not everyone in unison but it just goes to show that you know a couple phases down the road when it gets down to max mass vaccination and this uh this sort of chipping thing um I mean time will tell but the people might move in order and follow Trump's marching orders.
1: Yeah, or um, it might get to a point where you you have to comply, or else you don't have access to basic things that you need.
0: Right, as you said, China, like you can't board a public city bus, an airplane, uh, railroad. You can't per- do your job, see your loved ones, without the vaccine. So of course, people are going to comply if it's to that point and those burdens and blockers are in, in the road in front of you, right?
1: Mm-hmm. exactly. Um, all right, and on that note, before we get into a few positive words in these dark times, we just want to circle back real quick because we teased a little bit um, in a previous episode saying what happened in this past Halloween 2019 in Wuhan. So what did happen?
0: That's right. So a couple of really interesting things were going down, including the international war games. Uh, this sounds like out of a movie, maybe gladiator <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. To be honest, I was unfamiliar with this
1: The military um, world games from the yes, 18th to the 27th.
0: Yes. The military world games, um, This is a thing that happens. It's a real thing where military uh, folks uh, from all countries around the world meet to sort of uh, play an Olympic-type series of of, uh, events and challenges and so on. They win medals, gold, silver, bronze, and so on. Now, the 2019 Military World Games, out of everywhere in the world interestingly, we're October 2019 in Wuhan. So, one thing that's been bumping around on WeChat and the communist state media as well as, uh, you know, Liz Cheney and some other far-right folks in the States, uh, is this conspiracy that uh, that China has sort of brought back against the United States. So again, Trump was Repeating, reiterating of The Chinese virus, the Chinese virus Keep in mind folks, we've been in this trade war with China China's, this is Chinese Century here, they're 25 Years into, you know, really Taking over the United States As the world superpower, anyway 2019 military World Games, interestingly The US team athletes participating representing uh for the american front at these world games apparently again i wasn't there but they seemingly were not in it to win it they had an inattentive attitude and disproportionately below average results so the american athletes at these games were sloppy as fuck to put it bluntly (laughs) now again october would have been the time when according to that early december cases being contracted and reported and tested that given the incubation period and the way in which the symptoms sort of surface october would have been uh potentially when the the virus would have came to to the fore so what a lot of the chinese state media is saying is that in fact it didn't originate at the seafood market. It was actually American military game players that brought it to
1: Wuhan. Interesting, interesting.
0: And one other tidbit to keep in mind is that they stayed, the American team stayed, their residence during these games was very close to the Hunanan Seafood Wholesale Market, which is allegedly where the first cluster of cases uh, you know, occurred. We we understand that someone was making, like, a bat soup and so on. And there was that animal that I forget how to pronounce. But in any event, it's not just the World Games that is interesting. 5G was being uh, rolled out. It was early, several months early, In several uh, sites, towers were being constructed. Also October 2019 in Wuhan, and one other thing to call out, so this is all about Halloween time in 2019, when all this stuff was brewing, coming to the fore. And let's keep in mind that a lot of Chinese medical professionals have conducted, using data sets, have conducted uh, in-depth analysis as to uh, you know, the initial, the very first dozen, couple dozen confirmed cases of this novel virus. Again, this is in December they actually uh, there's actually a high uh, plausibility that the marketplace, the seafood marketplace, which the entire world has pointed to as the uh, you know originating place of uh, coronavirus, it's actually not entirely clear, according to the data, that that is that is true. Um, some folks have said as much as the virus came into that marketplace. If before it came out of that marketplace. So, again, this now infamous Hunan and Seafood Wholesale Market, although that is uh, pointed to as the culprit, it's worth bearing in mind, again, as you'll see on shock therapy, we like to include all range of opinions, including Chinese state media uh, as well, just to bring it into the fold, because there are medical professionals, again, many of which have gone missing, who pointed or to dead. the this, who? Yeah, who, who are no longer with us, uh, that the seafood market may have not been the place in which uh, that it originated. So again, we got these these war games, October 2019, 5G towers going up all over the place. Mm-hmm. American, uh, you know, games participants looking sluggish as fuck. It's just, you know, all I have to say is I'm curious about that. I'm yeah. really curious about that.
1: That is fascinating, and I didn't know about that. Of course, I've heard alternate theories um, about the virus coming from the lab in Wuhan and having to do with a Harvard professor who got arrested, and that's a whole other thing to dig into. But there's a few theories, but um, the one you just presented is really interesting. And, yeah, I'm real curious about that. But like you said, on October 31st... um, there, all of the 10,000 towers, 5G towers, that were put up in Wuhan went on officially, and its 11 million citizens were subjected to the 5G that day. And some people speculate that the virus is caused by 5G, and... I kind of thought that was interesting, but then the virus was showing up in places that don't have that infrastructure, and so I I don't really believe that the virus is caused by 5G per se, but I do think that if we get the vaccination eventually with the RFID chip in it, um, or that like dot that Gates is talking about, um, then we will be able to be controlled by 5G when the 5G goes up. <laughs> And, you know, any dissent will be immediately rectified and remedied. And supposedly they are secretly putting up 5G infrastructure all over the states right now. And I even heard that, you know, they are doing that at all these schools and you should walk by the schools in your neighborhood to see if you spot any Google what 5G Um, towers look like sometimes they try to make them look like trees Uh, sometimes they have a different structure so look those up take a walk next time you're doing your daily social distancing walk or like Uh once a week walk once a month walk um while you're still permitted to leave without having to show proof of vaccination um and check those schools and also they say if there's a white van parked in front of there, that also means that they are secretly installing 5G in the school so yeah, well we kept our promise and we talked about Wuhan, so that's an earful of what's coming now I'm sure our next podcast is going to be really interesting once Trump's biggest decision is made most important, biggest best decision, the most perfect decision he'll ever make
0: uh-huh, yes, and I would love to just also read uh, to you, dear listeners, the that tweet that we mentioned from the World Health Organization. I just want to read, it's a short tweet, I just want to read. Bedtime story. Yeah, I just want to leave you a little bedtime story. Just think about, it. again, you, you think of who, you think of World Health Organization, you think of, oh, they're, they're for the people. Again, it's a public private, firm, tons of money from Gates, and it has its own shady dealings. But again, this is January 14th, folks, so where we find ourselves today, there's a million and a half cases worldwide. U.S. has just surpassed Italy in the death toll count. And this is what the World Health Organization tweeted on January the 14th. Preliminary investigations conducted by the Chinese authorities have found no clear evidence of human-to-human transmission of the novel coronavirus
1: identified
0: in Wuhan, China.
1: Yes, amazing. And let's not forget that Trump has recently come out with some disparaging comments towards who and wanting to cut funding drastically to who. So again, that kind of fuels um, the rumors of him being a, in this power struggle against the globalists right now, remembering that WHO is an arm of the UN, remembering UN's Agenda 21, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But, um, yeah, I guess let's, let's try to slap on a few positive words for the dreary, lonely, quarantine people who are hooking up with people over FaceTime and Zoom right now. While listening to this podcast, maybe.
0: You know, it's much like 10 years ago when, you know, online dating had a weird stigma to it. I have to say that the time has come for cam girls. I think we've all come to the moment in time where we're embracing our inner cam girl. Because look, (laughs) there may be some uh, fading stigma about that. But necessity is the mother of all invention folks we are gonna be quarantined for probably six more business months so on one bright spot is work your angles light some candles it is time to lean in to virtual sex okay i will admit that i've already done this and uh it was pretty funny uh, but this is, this, is, this is the reality that we are now in so we encourage you again we also we want to drop truth bombs but we also want to help you transmute some shit and one great way to release and transmute is to release via facetime
1: now <laughs> you're so, going somewhere else so, <laughs> i was like well
0: Encourage everybody to really lean into embracing
1: lean their, their into inner it. camp
0: girl in this in this time.
1: Truly accept, you know, know that your NSA officers watching at the very least accept that, make peace with that, and um, also just hope that that motherfucker on the other end isn't screen recording you or taking a screenshot. Threaten to sue them. That's the American thing to do.
0: And at the very least, have them, you know, give it $9.99 a month, like a true OnlyFans
1: mm-hmm. account. Yeah, they've seen a the huge members. uptick in uh, membership, of course.
0: Oh, for sure. But hey, just as you said, remember, folks, you could make an NSA agent stay
1: today. Mm. Yeah, again. spread the love. Spread the love. They're working the overtime, and they don't oh, even... They don't know what agenda they're serving, but they're busy little bees buzzing to do their job and getting off on your kinky FaceTime sex. Um, But I digress. That could be a whole nother podcast. But considering my family will probably hear this, I (laughs) need to stop. And, um, yeah, so that's our little positive tidbit, I suppose. Um, It's a good way to transmute hard emotions it, it, yes
0: and you know one other thing to kind of end on too I've been talking with a few people about this is you know you gotta hand it to, to human resilience the, the, the resilient spirit of, of human beings because I have to say right now the memes, the comedy that I've been seeing the shit that people have been concocting in their little studio apartments all around the world has been nothing short of inspiring. So again, not saying you have to make comedy, but please get out there, enjoy it. Because again, this is kind of like a really tender moment for the internet. I think people are coming together and trying to make each other laugh, put a smile on people's faces. So get goofy, get weird. Sanitize
1: your hands, folks. Get goofy, get naked. Twerk. (laughs) Get goofy, get naked. Twerk on camera.
0: Check out our merch coming in 2021. Okay, we got masks, we got gloves, we
1: got dental tams. Sounds like Joe Exotics merch. That's right. Okay, so yeah, I hope that everyone survives until the next time, and we'll be back to provide you with some more insights.
0: Take care everybody. Say the fuck home. Sending lots of love. We'll be back soon.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.